Hey, hey, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Now sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot tea. What's up, Al? And what's up, Funky? How y'all doing? <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. We're catching at the top of the show. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, listen, I tried to time it. You you didn't you said you've been off work for three weeks. You didn't come in to do your part right. Because you normally <laughs> come in, you say, hey, Al. You talk to Al for a little bit. That gives me time to put my chapstick on and drink my water and <laughs> practice my hand movement. But you had done switched it up on me today. See? You got to stay ready. You got to get ready. I always keep your head up. <laughs> Come on now. You can here. All right. Are you, are you, are you, are you tired? Where, where you at? No, no, no. You know, I'm still a little under the weather. You know, I think uh, I was talking to Joyce earlier, and I think we take for granted that COVID was back on the rise. I don't have COVID, but I'm starting to think when we're back on these airplanes and stuff, we do need to be wearing masks. I remember Al said he had got sick the last go around, and I think that I caught something being caught in that little echo chamber of germs. So I'm, I'm, I'm pushing through. I'm pushing through. I, I'll be all right. Well, I'm in Louisiana here promoting this this uh, concert, and this is my second hotel room that I had to go to. The first one, I definitely was going to catch an STD in that one and not going to have <laughs> second one is better. The other one had no Wi-Fi. This one has eh, Wi-Fi. I just went in the bathroom. I was like, oh, I need to pee. I'm going to hold it because the toilet seat was peeling. <laughs> so you staying, staying tonight? No, I'm leaving tonight. I was. I just did this so I could do the show here. Okay. Claudia, your bills must be real backed up, baby. You squeezed in two clients today. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God, honey. <laughs> I would have, have clients I would not be doing the show with you guys. I would be getting <laughs> in my best life. Anyways, oh, Lord. what y'all drinking tonight? I'm uh, you know, not feeling good. So I'm doing water in my classy glass. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm still hydrating. Tomorrow's my starting back drinking. I got Gatorade and hot tea. Okay. All right. Well, we got some hot tea on the show because I've been seeing this all over social media today. Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Uh, alopecia I don't think she. My brother has alopecia. It looks way. It looks way different than that. I'm just going to say that. It's more blotchy. Hers is smooth. It's very. His is blotchy and he has no eyelashes and any eyebrows. So she got a good kind of alopecia. The kind that comes with a brow lift, I think. <laughs> Anyways, Jada Pinkett Smith is spilling more tea about her marriage to Will Smith that we did not ask for. Jada shared with the Today Show that she and Will have been separated for the past seven years, but decided to keep up the image as if they were happily married and stress us all the hell out when he did the whole slap. This was so unnecessary. Jada said, I think just not being ready yet, still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in a partnership in regard to how do we present that to people we hadn't figured that out. Girl, it's not that serious. People break up every day, okay? You don't need to come up with a campaign and, and just a, a, a rollout of your breakup. People break up all the time. Which actually makes you more normal because how the hell would y'all staying together this long? All right, what do you think about Jada going public about with her separation with Will? I already have a headache. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm pissed. 
I, I guess I'm the only one that really cares. I'm pissed. I mean, like, at this point, this is the biggest slap of all times to me, and especially to your loyal fan base. And I'm, I don't know, maybe I had too much, and I, I've heard this comment sent to me before, that I have too much interest and respect for the Smiths. But I did. I did. They were like my go-to, look, this is a black couple in Hollywood doing their thing, holding it down, married, with kids, making tons of money, and, you know, feeding it back into the community. All for today to find out when I woke up this morning that it was all a lie. And it was so interesting because in her, in her interview, she's on the Baltimore streets and she's in this dark hotel room. It looked like personally that she was in a witness protectors program. So I guess Will had no idea that this was about to go down but i don't know claudia I, I feel betrayed i feel like this is the highest level of hypocrisy i feel like like the table talk was a lie that whole thing with the mother and the daughter i feel like you know all of these companies that she has these incredible uh, brand partnerships with all of that was what she presented to them was a lie I can understand if it was one or two years. I can give you that, but not almost 10 years of basically lying to me in my face, lying to the public in their face, and lying to all your fans internationally in their face. It's just unacceptable. Make that slap so much more weird. You weren't even together. Y'all was living separate lives doing y'all thing. And what was that about? Funky, what you think about this? This is the dumb. It or not, like in this moment, I want to call both of them all types of nasty names, but I'm not going to do that because I'm trying to unlock my better self. But this is a bunch of BS. I don't understand who allows their family and their children to go through the type of media hailstorm that they went through with all of the rumors, allegations, and nasty things that were being said when a simple admission of the truth would have cleared it all up. You, y'all, rather it look like. You were cheating on Will with the younger boy then to just say we're not even together and he was my boyfriend, which makes more sense and which is more which is easier to be digested by the general public. So then that means, baby, honestly, Jada and Will, I double have no respect for y'all because y'all are liars and y'all cooked up fairy tales. So you weren't in an entanglement. At all. You were not in an entanglement, baby. You you and Will were not together, and he was your boyfriend. But yet, you and Will both decided to get on the red table and in the media and to, to lie go lie with this <laughs> entanglement thing. Your children over there on the side, all up in it. Your mama over there on the side, all up in it. And so the question then becomes... Which is the truth and which is the lie? Is then the truth and now the lie or now the truth, now the truth and then the lie? Then you got up there and you slapped Chris Rock all for nothing. I mean, I guess she still technically is your wife, but for y'all to have been separated, that protecting her wifely honor, baby, that was done six years ago or five, six years ago, according to what she's telling us now. This is just... I've lost respect. And then Jada goes on to say, but we are going to remain married because we made a promise. Let me tell you something. In 2023 and in life period, 
promises are trivial, especially when they don't serve you. It is perfectly okay to make a promise and say, you know what? We made that promise back then, but we both mutually agree that that promise no longer serves us and that we can break it and move on because that is what's going to make us healthy and whole. Claudia, I got this question for you because you're you're our closest version of the Will and Jada Smiths in Hollywood, right? You've been doing I, it for I know free. No, I'm saying no. <laughs> listen to me. Jungle. Listen I to mean, me, Walmart. What you mean? Oh God, she's on one today. I am saying, not no, no, listen. <laughs> listen real quick. Like, is fame, is fame this important? that you have to lie about your existence for almost 10 years in Hollywood. Is, is it that important? Is keeping this, this facade up so important that you have to do it in Hollywood in order to be an A-list actor? No. I think regular famous people don't, but I think people that maybe have ties to the Church of Scientology might, and if I disappear, you know who did it. I'm just saying, aren't they involved in the Church of Scientology? I know they used to be. I don't know. They have a lot of weird stuff going on over there. I This I know for a fact because I had to go there for something once and I was like, oh, this is so weird. I, I don't know. I don't. I think this is so unnecessary. And I they think they're so far away from their Philly and Baltimore roots. Some of the realest people in the, like, those, those are like blue collar towns where this is so weird. Like, this is wasting everybody's time. We was having think, people that think pieces about this stuff and arguments and people just getting in their feelings about this. Y'all sat there and was y'all sitting back laughing at us, like enjoying this? Hey, let's go on. While staying on the subject of the D Jada interview with the Today Show, the actress also discussed the infamous Oscar slap between Will and Chris. Jada shared, I thought this is a skit. I was like, there's no way that Will hit him. It wasn't until we started to walk back to his chair, I even realized it wasn't a skit. What are your thoughts? I'm gonna tell you my thoughts are, we don't want to hear shit from you anymore because everything you say <laughs> now is a lie. I right. don't care what you say now. It doesn't matter. If you thought that that day, you should have said it. You are you have zero credibility. Throw the red table away and all your commentary because you're a liar. And we were yeah. so emotionally because you are your y'all were looked at as black royalty. I'm bothered by this. It's annoying. Sorry, y'all. You know the uh, truth. I listen. I, 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 honestly, truthfully. As far as I'm concerned, she's a bald head weirdo and we can move on. <laughs> but listen, okay, guys, let me be the, the, the sound of reason. Maybe she's looking for healing and maybe this is a part of the beginning uh, of the journey. Get off my I'm going to overtalk you like Dr. Heavenly. Get off my line. Don't nobody want to hear that. All right, we I'm just trying to find We're going to take some of these soulmate comments. Will Smith didn't know he was separated from this hoe is what Karen Reynolds said. Oh, say, but their relationship was black royalty. They probably didn't want to let us down. But then, but then if they didn't want to let us down, Sam Cooke, they should have kept the damn lie. They should have kept the lies going until they died if they didn't want to let us down. And let me see what MT69 said. So you defended a woman and embarrassed yourself that you were separated from for seven years. Crazy. And lastly, latest celebrity news said, August Alcina had already told us this, T. Why are we so confused? Well, now that we're mad at them, can I just say what I think about the whole alopecia thing? Sure. My opinion is it's an excuse. There's a correlation between this, and this is my theory, before y'all get all mad, not y'all. Um, remember her look started change? The cheekbones got all big and stuff like that. She had all this stuff, brow work done. There's a scar right here. It looks like a brow lift scar to me, in my opinion. My brother, and I, and this is why it triggers me so much, because I actually have a brother that actually does suffer from alopecia. 
And I watched him lose his hair in a very blotchy way and try to have steroid shots and stuff in his head to try to you know encourage hair growth. And he couldn't mm-hmm. make it happen. And it was never smooth like that. It was very blotchy and patchy. And he suffered for real, for real. And I know it was really embarrassing for him. And Jada got like a real low buzz cut with a suspicious score right here. And then now we're supposed to not say anything about it because she told us it's alopecia. I'm sorry. I never bought it. And now that we know she's a liar, they, they lie a lot. I don't feel bad saying it now. I felt bad before. I don't feel bad. Okay. So let's find Since they're lying, let's, why, why did Will slap um, Chris? I'm Chris Rock asked her out. Oh, now that's some good tea right there, Claudia. Mm, okay. In other news. <laughs> that was a good story. All right, it seems like everyone's trolling Diddy these days. 50 Cent, the troll master, recently gave his two cents and posted, damn, so pot gut line by Brother Love. LOL, time to lawyer up. Bleep, Mike gets sticky. 50's comments come following the arrest of Keefe D in the murder of Tupac. Is 50 Cent stirring up the tea with these allegations? Or does 50 just say the things that are true that a lot of people are afraid to say? What is your opinion, uh, Q? What do you think? Well, you know what? <clears throat> I was a, a, a teenager when, when Pac died. I thought that it was just generally accepted knowledge or speculation that the Diddy side had something to do with Tupac dying and the Suge Knight side had something to do with Biggie dying. I mean, they they were beefing and Suge and Puffy were the two ringleaders of each prospective beef. I think all of us can agree that they both died as a result of this East Coast, West Coast robbery. I think we all can agree that both of their murders are connected. So this to me doesn't seem far-fetched at all. I've always said that Puffy knows exactly who killed Tupac and Suge Knight knows exactly who killed Biggie. But I just thought that everybody felt that way. Well, I think in this case, Q, I think the issue here is remember that 50 Cent and Diddy started their beef in the 2000s because 50 Cent alleged that Diddy was a part or was involved in the murder of Biggie. That's why they originally got into a beef. So for him to then come out and suggest or say that not only was he involved in the murder of Biggie, but he was also involved in the murder of Tupac. That's all. That's a that's a huge allegation. Like that's a huge allegation. And and to me, it feels a little bit more than trolling. Uh, This feels like he's crossing the line a little bit right here. Who, 50 Cent? Yes. Well, Keefe D had previously claimed that Diddy put a hit on Tupac and Suge Knight for $1 million, and it's been all over the internet. Mm. Listen, it it is not far-fetched. I believe he knows. My personal belief, I believe... Yeah, I believe Diddy knows, and I believe Suge Knight knows. I, I believe that. I believe they know who did it. I believe that they have firsthand or secondhand. No, you know what? I believe they're involved. I do. Mm. Shout out I to do. Gossip in the City. Uh, she put a, a picture of Diddy up and said that basically infer, implied that he was arrested. Uh, in fact, they say that uh, the people say Diddy got picked up for questioning, but was released allegedly. So there was some questioning going on. So it it is kind of getting hot around here. 
All right. Well, we will keep y'all posted if we hear anything else, if we're still alive. Coming up next, we got some crazy news coming out of funky Florida. And later, find out why a man climbed a Chicago skyscraper. Stay close. We'll be right back. GIF. All right, y'all, whether good, bad, ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with crazy news stories out of the state of Florida. That's why we're giving you the 411 in What the Florida. Florida man was arrested after stealing a car and leading police on a wild car chase. 23-year-old Jacob Thompson stole an SUV from a gas station and later crashed it on the highway after OnStar shut the vehicle off. It turns out Jacob also had a job interview scheduled at the same gas station he stole the car from. Funky. Oh, he's black. Damn. Funky. <laughs> hey, you. He's handsome too, and he's and he's innocent because when you read the verbiage, it said crash the car after OnStar shut it off remotely. OnStar is responsible. See if the man was still able to accelerate, decelerate, and use the steering wheel to turn the car, he would not have crashed. So what are we talking about here? <laughs> you know the excuses you make for someone that <laughs> thing looks good, and the excuses Al makes when someone is rich is just mind blowing. Y'all will twist yourselves in a pretzel to defend <laughs> fine and rich. The crash, the car crashed because the man could no longer control it. The man could no longer control it because OnStar shut the vehicle. Get off my line. I have to coach you. <laughs> Get off my line with this. Uh, what do you think about your friend? <laughs> I think I thought, you know, this is a very unique um, system that OnStar developed in 2009. And they don't cut the car off, Q. What they do is they lessen the gasoline. They lessen the gasoline, so it should have been that he ran out of gas while at a high-speed chase. So I don't know how this happened, in essence. How you? How do you lessen gasoline remotely? Um, the, they have a sensor inside of the, the, the car that goes from the motor to the engine, and they yeah. just pull it down like this until there's no gas going to the engine so the car gotcha. can accelerate. Well, it's, it's the same difference. They cut the car off. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, cutting the car off in mid-drive, I can see why he flipped it, right? right? But if you are going 60 and you run out of gas, it seems like your car would decrease in speed and not be such a drastic kind of stop. Right. They Maybe shut it off. Yeah, they shut hey, that off. Is it stealing if you find a gas pump that is like faulty and like say you go fill up and instead of charging you a hundred dollars, it only charges you like forty? Is that stealing? Yeah, not if you ain't the one that made it faulty. <laughs> Dude, you let me, you let me pull up to a pump that's still running. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and, or you, listen, I'm finna tell some of my business. I ain't gonna act like I ain't ever went to no gas station and it's been some dude standing out there was like, man, you want some gas? Give us twenty dollars. Show did. I don't know who credit card it was on, and it was none of my business. Hey, hey, hey. Q, don't say that in public on, on air. That's that's illegal. <laughs> that's criminal. Damn. I ain't got no priors. I'll be. I only be down there. For You'll be there for a little while. I only be down there for two hours. Y'all come get me. A former Florida pastor was accused of running an organized crime ring involved in stealing name brand items from Home Depot. 
and selling them on eBay. The police say that 56-year-old Robert Dell made millions off the stolen goods, and he used recovering drug addicts from his recovery center to help commit the crimes. Funky. He did it. (laughs) Did he he use recovering drug addicts, or is he a recovering drug addict? Because that (laughs) mugshot... That mugshot is ooh. Ooh, yeah, it, it, it's giving me something in the name of Jesus. But he did it. He did it. He did it. I ain't got no defense for this. He did it. <sighs> All right. The, the sad part is, Q, they not listening to you, brother. You need to run, you need to run a workshop. Hit the lick one good one time. time. One good time. Now they hit the lick. The two people that helped him in his crime hit the lick in Ruskin, Florida, and got, you know, stole a couple of hundred thousand dollars or a couple of thousand dollars worth of tools. But they had been doing it in the Florida area, right? So then they got put on a surveillance because they kept doing it too much. The surveillance, when they put the two people that were doing the stealing on surveillance, they would every time after doing the, the theft would then go to this preacher's house. And that's how it was connected and look at this if you just hit the lick one good time you had to do it five million dollars worth if you had just hit that lick one good time now all of them are serving time in the same prison Mm-mm-mm. in the name of jesus now, now he could minister and evangelize them from behind bars <laughs> mm. all right the state of florida is banning a new no- drug known as gasoline gas station heroin the drug called uh Tiampiapine was previously sold at local gas stations, convenience stores, and online. Funky, what do you have to say about this? I know all the gays looking at that, and that looked like poppers. <laughs> what? You, oh, oh, I, oh. You know no, no, no. I, I, I didn't see it. I've never seen the Okay, yeah. It, it looked like poppers. Which, which, Claudia, you know what poppers are? No, what is it? Sounds fun. Yeah, no, actually, it is. Oh, I, I got some on my table right now. If I can roll it, <laughs> no. show y'all. <laughs> Poppers is a small little bottle, just like that. And when you hunch it, you do your nose like this, and you snip it, and it gives you this temporary um, euphoria. You know what I'm saying? So while you're in the motion, like it just heightens your everything, your touch, and like you know, if you're trying to take it up the butt, it help you loosen up your. Oh. Butt. Like it's it's one of those things. So and it just feels real good. And then you know, once it dies down, you you hit you hit it again and then you just be laying and you just be feeling like <laughs> oh, oh, oh whatever case what it be. Is so what? I, what I what I what what I, <laughs> I got so many questions. Hold on. <laughs> Al, you know what, Al, you you too old of a sister to not be knowing all the stuff. Oh my god, no, I just wanna see that. See that let me do it again when you hit it again, it makes you do it. <laughs> This is the one lick. If you hit it too many times, then your head will start. <laughs> you gotta, you got you gotta be careful because you know when you be in the oh. air, you be chasing that hype. Yes, it's like that. You shake it up like this. <laughs> Do it like that. <laughs> boy, it, that boy. It, 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 listen, don't knock it to you. Claudia, you you need to get your head checked up for real. Next time we get together, Claudia, I am going to take you to the video store, um, to the adult video store, and get you something. It'll change your life. Now, listen, we don't encourage drug use. 
Well, it's not. No, it's not. What do you mean? You said. No, 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 no. Let, let me back up. Representative. It's not <laughs> drugs. It's it's something that is sold over the counter and that is regulated that you can buy on the open market. So no, I take that back. There's absolutely nothing wrong with using it. It's a product that's sold on the market for sex. It's sold next to condoms, lube, and every damn thing else. We don't encourage the use of this Zaza stuff that they just showed because it seems to look like people dying and carrying on uh, down here in Florida. But I bet gays. All the gays in the chat. If you ever heard of popular you please put a nose in the chat box right now. You watch how that thing get flooded out. <laughs> so I remember when I was a young journalist, I started this journey and I went to the uh, White House, covered the Million Man March. I had so much pride in the coverage. And to go from that to learning about a gas station stimulant mm -hmm. that helps release you could have. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. The chief said, stop telling all the gays secret funky. Right. So, chief, I'm going to tell you what happened. <laughs> what happened. The, the straight, the straights don't got a hold of it and then don't try to make their own version of this stuff that's killing people in this gas station. Cultural appropriation, one more time. Can't, <laughs> can't even do it right. In the state of Florida. Can't, can't even do it right, child. Okay, Man, you just day. made my day. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you just made my day. I kind of want to try it, but I have a headache. I'm just no, you do no, because you don't. You just don't want to. Girl, go to break. <laughs> I tell you over the break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Coming up next, why did a man climb a 500 foot building? And later, we're talking about California's new controversial law. Keep it locked. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. After this live read, because it pays our bills, we are definitely going to talk about what we discovered on the break, aren't we, Al? Yes. That's your friend. <laughs> okay, let me get professional, because it's the money right. part. Uh, let's get into this. You know, we always have some great tips for you here at Fox Soul. Life doesn't always happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be yours in your hands today with Earnin. Now, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Now, just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Now, any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck now, now if i ever needed something like this like like earning um i'd use it for if i was short on a bill or something and funky i know we talked about you know you you know you're doing well for yourself now you know you working you on yachts and stuff so you probably don't need it as much now but there was a time that something like this would have really helped you right oh you know most definitely and i have people around me or you know listen I, i've always tell people Oftentimes, you know, what's keeping people from being financially stable or, or, or keeping people from getting through to the next payday is just a couple hundred dollars. That's oftentimes all, all, all any of us ever need to get us over that hump is a couple hundred dollars. And I remember when I was in college, I used to get stuck in that vicious payday loan cycle with those high interest rates. And then when I got paid, I'd have to pay the payday people back and I have to go back the next day and take the loan out again. And I could never get off that vicious cycle. And I definitely 
anything earned in would be a great app to circumvent getting caught up in that payday loan scam. I definitely wish it was something that was available to me back then. And you know what? I can honestly say, you know, if, if I needed something to fill in the gap to help my paper keep coming in real steady, I would definitely use earn in to do just that. And Al, isn't this a great thing to not have to like worry so you don't have to like ask a stranger, set up GoFundMes or just bother people. You can just like kind of kind of keep your, I don't know, your your independence, I guess. Al, look at you. <laughs> I think it's brilliant, Claudia, because you know, <clears throat> I come from the South, so you borrow money, you know, like from a coworker or you borrow money from the neighbor or you do something like that. And this, you don't have to. You can actually have some, some what, what do you call it? Autonomy without, you know, everybody getting in your business. I love it. All right. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say, say, who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. So that's what you're talking about, Al. Download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. Now, when you download the Earn an app, type in T under podcast when you sign up, it, it'll really help the show. That's T under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max, see earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. I think this is fantastic. Saves you embarrassment and you can feel more independent and it can help you out to the next pay period. Promotional considerations furnished by Earning. Now let's get back to some more hot topics right after we talk about uh, Miss Funky Dynamics <laughs> tea. We were talking about that popper thing. And during the break, Funky busted out with how many of them? L. He had a regular size one and he had an extra large one. But, but we noticed it was, was a little bit low, a little bit low in the content. <laughs> he's been having a good old time. That's why he's been all chill. Good old time. That's why he's been so happy. Those are That's some why. old bottles I found in my in the back of my sock drawer. Cut it out. <laughs> okay. We're going to let, we're gonna let you live on that one. Single bitches always try to tear somebody's relationship. Okay. Oh, oh my God. He had a boyfriend for two weeks two and now weeks. he's looking for right. clothes <laughs> All right. We remember that. Okay. Uh, a pro-life professional climber was arrested after he climbed the 42-story eccentric tower in Chicago. The man was allegedly raising money for the anti-abortion organization Let Them Live. And his climb was apparently sponsored by right-wing beer company, Conservative Dad's Ultra Right Beer. Oh, that sounds tasty. Look at that bottle. It looks so bland. What do you think about this pro-life son risking his life, risking life and death, to be pro-life, once again, the hypocrisy. Um, Al. You know, the funny part here is this is not his first time at the rodeo. And it's funny how he, he started these climbs while he was a student at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And he climbed the Ariel Hotel in Las Vegas in 2021 saying that he was fighting against or against COVID restrictions and he felt like it was against, you know, our public rights or our, 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 our civil rights. Didn't get the attention he wanted. So then in 2022, he went to San Francisco and climbed the Salesforce uh, Tower. Didn't get the attention he wanted. So then he went to the New York in New York City and climbed the New York Times building in Manhattan in 2022 and changed the cause to pro-life. And obviously he's now climbed this 
and he once again saying it was for pro-life. So he finally got it right. He finally got the attention he wanted and he's doing it for what he believes a charitable cause. Sam Cook said he about to meet the aborted fetuses. Oh. Ooh, I've been here. I like to call them baby ghosts. If his ass would have would have failed, I wouldn't have failed. No way's tired. And let me ask you a question. I'm I'm not a professional climber, but in order to scale the building, doesn't somebody have to go up all the way top and affix some type of anchor and then drop the rope all the way down? I think so, right? I'm so, assuming. If if that's the case, how does a normal civilian normal civilian just or is he or is he hooking himself as he goes? Can't help you with this one, Funky. I, I don't know the answer. So what where I was gonna go with this was if you have to affix something to the top of the building and then throw it down, he definitely had help. How does a normal civilian just walk into a building and get up to the roof and be able to affix something? That's my first piece of logic. Um, if that's not the case and he's just anchoring himself as he goes, you know what? You are a damn fool. You pro other people's life, but ain't even pro your own life. That 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 is just crazy to me. And I'm gonna tell you something. Although this, you know, was a victimless crime, he needs to be given a lot of jail time because we do not need to be sparking other people to be doing this. Quiet as it's kept, I'm not even worried about his ass falling off the building. I don't give a damn what happens to people when they do stupid stuff. If he would have failed, I would have said, go on to the next thing, Claudia. My concern is the man downstairs with the hot dog stand trying to sell hot dogs outside the building to the people at work. Now, what if you don't fail and don't mess up this man's cart and now he out of work and you dead? It ain't even nowhere for this man to get a new cart. Or what if Miss Margaret walking in for a job interview, she got her learner's New York suit on and you don't fail as flatten her ass like Super Mario Brothers. He needs to go to jail because so many other people could have died. You could have fell into the street and caused a 20-car pileup. People in this building could have seen you falling and thinking it was the next 9-11 and thinking a plane was about to fly into the... Just so many things could have happened because you want to climb this doggone building. So he needs to go to jail for a long time. Julep Kelly said, could have just donated $5,000. Attention seeking, right? Just doing too mm -hmm. much. Yeah. All right, keep it locked because coming up next, California has a new law for missing black children and later find out how an African mask turned into a hidden treasure. Stick around. California Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill into law establishing the Ebony Alert. The alert is meant to help speed up investigations for missing black youth. Okay. Now, do you think black children should be separated from the current Amber Alert? Uh, Al? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And for the third time, absolutely not. I understand. We do understand that this was presented by a black senator, you know, I mean, good job, but it still does not address the issue, which is missing people of color are classified as runaways. This doesn't do anything to help that. I mean, it, it, you know, and then why segregated? A missing black child is just as important as a missing white child. And we need to give them the same energy as a missing white child. They don't need a separate Amber Alert to be ignored. 
I mean, what what is it actually doing? And then until you until you change the clear the classification of a missing child of cover from a runaway to missing, then we're going to have this same issue over and over and over again. I don't care what color you named Amber Alert. Yeah. I'm highly disappointed because I'm normally one who rocks with California. I, I love how progressive California is, and they're normally on the front lines of everything progressive, the rest of the United States tends to fall, follow behind them a few years later, but this just feels wrong. Um, I hate the fact, and it feels tone deaf to it. I'm disappointed to know, Al, that a black senator brought this about because this really feels like something a white person who was attempting to overcorrect would have proposed. Mm -hmm. Um, it, you know, this would be all right in a perfect world where racism didn't exist and everyone treated everyone equally. Um, we can just, cannot pretend like the dominant culture oftentimes just does not give a damn about causes, um, that affect people of color. So, you know, I could see, you know, Sue Bell sitting at the golden corral, getting an ebony alert and turning her phone back over and continuing to eat her meatloaf because in her mind, this doesn't affect her. So no, I don't think that the ebony alert needs to be separated from the Amber alert. I think it needs to be one alert for children. And like Al said, fix the root issue, which is black and children and brown children being classified as runaways and not missing. <clears throat> Yeah, I agree with you guys. I just, I think, I don't think Gavin's heart was in the wrong place or the center. I do think it was in response to a lot of times when I would get Amber Alerts, especially living in Texas, it's never about a black girl, a black kid. It's always about a white kid. Wow, always, gotcha. always, always, always. You know what I mean? So I think they were like, well, we got it. I think they were like, we want to show that we do care about missing black kids. Cause I do think that Gavin Newsom is definitely very progressive in a very good way. I don't think he was trying to be performative. I don't think this was like toned up. I do think he was like, we've got to address that black kids get zero attention when they go missing. And then you hear the statistics, 400,000, so many a year, right? Um, I do think, uh, to both of y'all's point, it, in a perfect world, it would be better if more, a, a bigger sense of urgency was taken when a black kid does go missing. And that is the root problem at the, at the end of, of the day. And mm -hmm. people not really giving a damn when it's not a cute, blonde hair, blue eyed little girl that they deem cute, right, mm -hmm. and worthy for an alert and you know all hands on deck because when it's a little black kid we all know oh they probably out stealing a car or they ran away they don't care and that is a society thing that he can't fix but i do think his heart was in the right place but i get it it's the problem is just bigger than government i think it's it's mm. our attitude towards mean, black kids. claudia it would just seem easier to me instead of creating a whole nother system a whole nother piece of technological infrastructure the, the quick and easy fix would be to just pump more black kids through the current Amber Alert infrastructure. Just, yeah. That's the overnight fix. You know what I'm saying? Like the minute a black child goes missing, pump them through the current Amber Alert system. But let's take to the chat really quick. Bully said, okay, now wait a minute. I like the idea, but I, but it kind of will make people ignore it just out of hatred. Right, if you have and, racism. That that's Brittany said this goes up to age 25 where Amber is only for children. Okay. Well, that's one good thing. This goes up mm -hmm. to age 25. I did not know that they got Amber. That was a missing girl component missing. Yeah. Miss. Yeah. Uh, Carmen T says they got Amber. We got Ebony to describe our color. And the last one that's Brittany said, uh, the Ebony alert is for ages 12 to 25. A black child will still get an Amber alert. 
All right, so there seems to be a little bit of confusion about it. I, me personally, I still don't think it needed to be called Ebony. I think you could have just modified the current Amber Alert system and we could have kept it moving because God knows I don't need my phone going off for emergency tests, tornado warning, Amber <laughs> Alert, Ebony Alert, <clears throat> Score Master Alert. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we got all these upside alert me. You know what I'm saying? We got all these doggone alerts. I'm just saying. <clears throat> Do you guys pay attention when you get an Amber Alert or do you think that's just someone else's kids? I do look at it. If I'm being totally honest, I do read it. I look at it, um, but I'm not going to pretend like when I'm driving, I'd be like, it's that little Tiffany. And I don't know if that's the intent. I guess it's to just passively put it in people's mind. If you see this image, oh, this person looks familiar. Um, but the funny thing about it is, if I'm being totally honest, that they've been pushing so many alerts through our phones these days that I've kind of been ignoring all of them. Like mm. crying wolf a lot. All these other alerts that um, yeah. about that. Yeah, it is a lot. All right, y'all. A woman in Arizona was accused of trying to kill her husband by poisoning his coffee for months. Melanie Johnson was caught by her husband, Roby Johnson, after his hidden camera recorded Melanie pouring bleach into the coffee maker. Roby believed she was trying to kill him to, of course, collect his death benefits. What are your thoughts on this crazy story? Funky, let's go to you first. She should go to jail. And I'm not a I'm not a fan of the death penalty, but they should give her ass lethal injection. Since you want to put him. Since you want to put chemicals in somebody else's body, bitch, how about you feel what it's like to get some chemicals in yours? <laughs> well, I uh, this is interesting. She was convicted, though, in August of first-degree attempted murder and a few other charges. But if, if production can go back to where they showed her laundry clothes, <laughs> showed the laundry clothes of her pouring the Clorox down into the, the cup, that moment, this gives me very much because, it, you know, he's a military guy, um, not in the best of shape, found him a Filipino woman in his travels, married her to have a child. That woman tired of working for him like a slave. <laughs> That's what I got out of this. That woman got tired of doing his laundry, making his breakfast and all of that great stuff. I know I'm, I'm joking about this apparently, but that is how I, that's how I feel it. But the probable cause is that, you know, they were living together, but they were already going through a divorce because she, they were in Germany, living in Germany. So she didn't want to come back to the States and be married to him any longer, but he waited till they got back to the States to drop the charges so that she could be charged in the United States and she could go straight to jail. Mm, mm, mm. Can you imagine drinking coffee? How do you not taste? Well, well, he did. He said it tasted he bad. He did. He did. He said he just pretended. He just pretended like he was drinking it so that he could continue to document her trying to poison him. Makes marriage seem like something we really I ain't gonna lie to you. I, ooh, these men got better patience than I do because I'd have beat her ass. I, I'm sorry. Um, like, let me get the, the proverbial we don't condone violence. I'd have beat her ass. I would have whooped her ass with that coffee maker. Then we don't condone violence in trouble. <laughs> you know, it, it's so performative, right? Because it's like it's like when, whenever the media outlets and blogs and stuff say it, they're gonna play that part, Funky. They're not gonna play that part. They're gonna cut it right and say, "I want to beat her ass." You know that. Like, they don't even bother. They in a 
They are not going to show you this claim, but they're going to show you being shady and say you're a woman beater and you hate women. Right. You know. All right, y'all, coming up, a couple is suing over a valuable African mask. More on that when we return. We'll be right back. Hit that like button while you're at it. We'll be back. We'll be back. Oh, make sure you hit that like button. All right, y'all, check this out. An elderly couple sued an antiques dealer after learning that the African mask they sold to him for $157 was later auctioned off at $4.4 million. Now, was the antique dealer wrong in this situation, Al? No, absolutely not. So let me let me tell you guys the story. Funky, we need your help on this one because you're the one with that moral compass over there. Okay, so the couple, one is 81, Good one man. is 80. The man, uh, well, come on, Claudia, hold it, hang in there. 81, the woman was, the guy was 88. <clears throat> the couple found the mask when they were cleaning out their home in 2021. And so they were like, let's sell it. Let's go see. So they took it to a dealer and the dealer offered them $158 because he looked at it and felt like, no, he took it to a, a dealer, like an art dealer. He said, oh, it's about worth $158. After he sold, the, the ladies took the money. The couple took the money, left. The dealer then would decided to go to two or three appraisal houses. The first two appraisal houses was like, oh my goodness, this is an artifact from way back when, and it's worth 6,000 euros. And the guy was like, okay, 6,000 euros, that's not a whole lot, but he'll take it. But the third uh, appraisal house that they took it to found out that it was worth $44 million. So, and, it, and, and I won't go into the long lineage of what it is and the history behind it and why it's so important, but there are only a dozen made of these worldwide from the early 1800s. <clears throat> now, this is my question, Q and Claudia. Would you feel like you owe that couple any money? Because this dealer tried to settle out of court with the two elderly people for $350,000. However, their kids said, hell no, you took advantage of our parents and you owe us more money. Uh, they actually don't. I mean, right? that, they agreed to it. They could have done their own research to find out if it was worth a lot more money. I mean, I think it was nice of them to offer the 300000 I think they, they were stupid to not accept that. I mean, it's their job to get deals. Just like when someone buys your used car and gives you a real lowball deal, they know what they're doing, so they can like make. They're in business to make a profit. Morally, you you know, karma. You may be like, all right, you know, but now nah, they agreed to one hundred fifty-seven dollars for that after. There is no way in hell I would have came up on forty-four million dollars and offered someone three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Um, at a minimum, if I came up on 44, I would have given them, I would have given them $5 million. Make sure that that 44 number is right. It's either 44 or 4 million. I think it's 4.4. Okay. 4.4. Okay. So if I came up, I'm sorry, if I came up on $4.4 million, he he came up a little short. I would have given them 500,000. Right. I would have given him 500,000. And, and, and then, I, you know, Al, help me out with this. When you, you get that type of money, do you have to pay taxes and stuff on it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so he had to pay capital gains on it, which mm -hmm. means he didn't get four. He got something. So really the 350 probably worked out being. 
yeah. being about a quarter of probably what he ended up, you know, a little under a quarter maybe of what he ended up. No, I, I would have given him $500,000. But I don't think, they have, I think 300,000 is not like, it's not, it's not far off. off. Legally, yeah. he didn't have to give anything. Like they agreed to this. It's, so it's funny because now you're going to sue and lose and get nothing. And have legal fees. Right. And have legal fees. Yeah, well. And that's because of the kids, right? See what happens when you disrespect black art like that. And when you're greedy. <laughs> and when you're being greedy. They probably, it probably was stolen from the British. I mean, yeah. the British probably yeah. stole it. That's how it got over here. All right, y'all. Anyways, that's their problem. Firefighters showed up to a family's home after mistaking their Halloween decor for an actual house fire. Would you call the fire department if you saw this? Most definitely. And, and here's what's funny. Like, I love the creativity. I, I, I love, I, I think it's because they said it was a sheet, a LED light, and a, fog, and a fog machine is what they used in order to create this effect. They did a damn good job. But I also believe in social responsibility. And I just think socially that that's just a little irresponsible because any reasonable person in the blink of an eye would think the house is on fire. Now, if you pause for a moment, you don't see any smoke, you don't hear any crackling, you don't smell anything. But upon first glance, any reasonable person would think that that house was on fire. That's right. Al? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was allegedly it was so good that when the fire department arrived, they they asked the couple, can they post this on the fire department's social media? So it must have been convincing. I mean, it's good for Halloween, but it's also like scary. You know, if I saw that, I'd be horrified. I would be like, uh, you know, uh, that would be really scary. All right, y'all. Um, before we get out of here. We would definitely like to congratulate Simone Biles for winning her 21st World Championship gold medal. Simone is now the most decorated gymnast ever. What do you have to say about Simone's historical win? And did y'all see her performances? Listen, all I got to say is get it, girl. And when it's got, get some more. Okay, like I love it. Uh, I didn't see it. Uh, Black girl magic. Gymnast girl magic, every other magic, uh, doing the damn thing. And the, the beautiful thing about it is she's not quite aged out yet. Cause you know, gymnasts, they age out real young. I still think we might get a couple more medals out of Miss Simone. Oh, she's yeah. definitely going to win gold in 2024, I think. Al, what do you think? I mean, this is just absolutely incredible black female athlete at the highest level in the world a total of 37 olympic medals and world championship medals combined over 27 of those 37 are all were gold man just just full circle for her and yes i did watch it and and yes it was amazing but you know the best part about it claudia was her helping her black male uh teammate who was the first black male since i guess the 2010 or whatever to make it to the world championships and, and win as much as he did so i just thought her supporting him was insanely incredible and overwhelming i watched this i gymnastics is a sport that I always get emotional watching, especially when I see young black girls. Cause I remember a time when it was no black faces, you know, and then we had several come through and the ones that we did have always were the best. Gabby Douglas, Simone Biles, like the so many just amazing gyms and they stand out. Simone's confidence 
after going through that event that the, she had the twisties and she was out, we were all nervous that it was over. Coming back so strong, it meant so much. So congratulations. And yes, black men in gymnastics are doing their thing. So black people magic lately. Shout out to the uh, U.S. team. I want to thank Aaron Reynolds and Funky Taniva for doing their thing tonight. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Fox Soul Face Off. And we're going to see you back here tomorrow. But tonight, Funky, what them poppers do? You going to use them? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, a little bit less. Yeah, four-year-old poppers. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, soulmates. Uh, <laughs>